Today on The Good Word, we're talking about preserving fruit and preserving words. When I've got a bit of a sweet tooth, there's almost nothing I like more than toast and homemade jam. My grandmother taught us how to boil and can fruit from her backyard, and I was always amazed that we could keep something tasting so fresh and sweet for months later. Canning, pickling, and preserving solve the problem of keeping food edible even months after being harvested. There are records of fruit preserved in honey by the ancient Egyptians. And even the very first cookbook on record includes a recipe for jam. Humanity seems to have always wanted to preserve the sweetness of ripe fruit. We run into a problem, though, in preserving human thoughts and emotions. Writing can let words last more than a moment, but where to write and how to make it last. For believers, it's important that the words of God are preserved, not just half-remembered phrases or passed-on ideas a general summation, but to the extent possible, the actual words and meaning of whatever revelation or inspiration God shared. And so the Lord has always commanded that His words to His people be written down. In Exodus 24, we're told Moses wrote all the words of the Lord, and later was commanded to keep the written record in the Ark of the Covenant. These writings became the basis of what we now call the Old Testament, the founding documents of both Judaism and Christianity. This commandment to write the words of the Lord continued once the Lord Himself came to earth. Chronologically, the book of Revelation was probably the first book in the New Testament written. It contains in its very first chapter a direct commandment to John to, quote, write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. End quote. In the Book of Mormon, Lehi and his family are leaving the city of Jerusalem, knowing it's going to be destroyed, and they're given the commandment to both preserve the record they have, as well as create their own record of the Lord's doings in their lives. Here's how it's explained. Behold, it is wisdom in God that we should obtain these records, that we may preserve unto our children the language of our fathers and also that we may preserve unto them the words which have been spoken by the mouth of all the holy prophets, which have been delivered unto them by the Spirit and power of God since the world began, even down to this present time. Nephi knows he won't always be there to teach his children right from wrong, so he makes a record to preserve his knowledge and direction from God throughout time. We might not always remember with perfect clarity what we've learned, experienced, or felt. Thoughts and feelings have a shorter shelf life even than the ripest fruit. The scriptures are made up of people recording their experiences with the Lord. What we write may not qualify as scripture to the world at large, but our own record of our dealings with God can be just as valuable to our future selves and family. The Lord has always commanded His people to keep a record. Our preserved feelings can remind us of the sweetness of the Spirit, even on the coldest of days. And that's the good word.